All right, everybody. It's episode 81 of the Totally Corrupt podcast. We've got Captain Diggler on his way in. And uh, before we take off, just want to say thank you to everybody who listens on Spotify, SoundCloud, or however you listen to the podcast. We love y'all. Thank you very much. No further delay. Let's bring in Diggs. Here we go. Speaking. Captain, we went like zero. Hello. We went like zero rings there, so that's good. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, uh, the captain. The captain's not too drunk today. Good. That's good. I'm kind of planning on doing these things sober myself. Last one was a little rocky. A little bit. That's okay. We re- we're recovering right now. Hey, you know, all these episodes have been learning experiences. What 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 flows well, what we, you know, don't want to talk about, what we need to talk about, you know. Yeah. They're a, ther- they're a therapy for our uh, mindset of getting through life in today's society. You know, we thought in the very beginning of this thing that we would just, um, you know, free flow. And it worked pretty good. I actually listened to a couple old episodes recently. And uh, yep. they sound pretty fucking good, you know, for a couple guys just winging it. And uh, then we tried to get a little bit more organized. And, you know, for Diggs and I, that's just not our style. We just have to flow, right? We're free-flowing. I mean, we can follow instruction if someone said, hey, talk about two things. Make sure you talk about these two things on the podcast. I think we could do it, but like when we got to try to agree on it together, like we just fucking lose our shit. So it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So I think we get actually more out of it when we do less. Well, yeah, because I mean, I, I pay attention to certain people on the internet. You pay attention to other people on the internet. If we're not paying attention to certain, the same people, then we try to talk about it. We're kind of like where we at. So maybe that's a good. We got to talk about. We got to talk about what each other knows, and I, I know how you think. You know how I think, and we can go from that. Sometimes I lose you, but <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, you know, but I get you. We we get. We're not gonna get fucking too mad at each other, even if we completely disagree. Um, we're we're gonna free flow because there's something that's called the First Amendment. That's called free speech. Right. That uh, a lot of places are trying to eliminate. And we are all about, that's what this podcast is really about, is just free speech. It's an exercise of it. We say basically whatever the fuck we want. Um, but it just happens to lean Trump, right? <laughs> I don't know. Well, Actually, we're we're, on, we're in team lead, common sense, really. It doesn't lean towards Twitter, because Twitter, Jack Dorsey just uh, resigned. And his replacement is even worse than him. We thought we were going to get something better. Facebook is still a monopoly. And they're limiting what we can say and how we should think. By the way, our Instagram account just got turned back on. I don't know if I said that the last podcast or not, but it's back on. They, we, we're, we're out of Instagram jail. It took a week, man, for just saying Kyle Rittenhouse is innocent. It's fucked up. 
mean, big tech. Talking about Kyle Ritten, you talk about Kyle Rittenhouse. He's taking an online class with ASU or, or one of the two major colleges in Arizona. Yeah, ASU. The college kids got together and said, "We don't want to, we don't want a uh, white supremacist in our school." So they kicked him out of the online class. <laughs> out of online, you don't even have to sit in a class with him. I mean, no, he was looking forward to going to school, and he is a free man. I can't wait for that lawsuit to show up. Guess what? I, I don't know who the most conservative colleges out there are. Like maybe they're in the South. I don't know. Maybe it's Alabama. I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's Brigham Young. You Texas. Know? Texas. No. 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 Brigham. No. no That's no, conservative no. Mormons. That's pretty conservative. <laughs> but not everybody's, yeah, but not I like everybody's to, a Mormon. I like to drink. I like to drink coffee. I like to drink coffee too, and I guess that you can if you're a Mormon. So fuck, fuck that noise. Uh, you know, I'm a Catholic. Uh, I'm, I'm deep down. I think I'm a Catholic. Actually, I know I am. I was baptized as a kid. You know what I mean? So it's like, am I a practicing one? No, but uh, I I tend to go that way, even though there's a lot of libs in that department. You know what I'm saying? You know what I heard? Today? You know what I heard today about religion? What's that? Came from a gentleman uh, you guys might know named uh, Dinesh D'Souza. I love Dinesh. Dinesh. And uh, he was talking about conversion of Muslims. And normally, Muslims don't convert. It's like Hotel California. You can check out, but you can never leave. <laughs> you know? That's pretty funny. But the thing is, is that over a study, over... Over the last two years, I think he was talking about on his little podcast, a little excerpt today that I listened to before the show. Over six million Muslims are converting to Christianity every year. And the only way Muslims ever convert anybody, they don't convert them, they conquer them. So you either believe in what they believe or you're pretty much done type of thing. You know what I mean? My, my Catholics did that back in the early days the romans were not nice people you know why the muslims are saying they're converting why is that they're having visions or dreams of actually jesus kind of telling them hey i've always been waiting for you are you waiting for me and that's what's kind of and it's very weird, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not super religious one way or another. I believe in a whole bunch of different things that's kind of out there that is not mainstream, but it is a huge deal for hardcore Muslim people saying, "Hey, maybe I, maybe I've been in kind of a." Uh, a religion that persecutes and enslaves people. I mean, if you ever, if you think about, I was watching this thing about uh, um, Afghanistan after we pulled out and stuff. This happened a couple of days ago. There are actually fathers over in Afghanistan selling their daughters, their eight-year-old daughters, for food. They're selling their daughters into marriage. Yeah. So they can get food. Thanks for pulling out, Biden. Well, that's been happening over there for a long time. I mean, they'd be selling their kids for goats and, like, you know, pounding. Not while we were there. You know, some parts of the world are just going to be some parts of the world, as long as they're not affecting what we're doing over here, you know, and our relationships with people we have over there. 
Keep your fucking nine eleven was kind of pretty much affecting a lot of shit over here. Touche. I'm just saying, don't leave the kids out of it. Jesus Christ. Like, what the fuck's the No, totally. Well, well, leave the kids out of it unless you're a Democrat and then just don't have them at all and board them. I mean, that's a, yeah, good call, Democrats. Yeah. Just to board them. You, you don't want to, you don't want to take, you don't want to take uh, 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 the pill. You don't want to wear a condom and you get a kid. Oh, just go ahead and abort it. Right. I mean. It's an option today. Yeah. Well, when I was younger, I kind of, I, I kind of didn't feel like I had an opinion because back then it was back then and now it was supposed to be a woman's choice. But it takes two to tango, and the more older I, older I get, and I realize how precious life is, and you snuff it out to somebody who's not even have a chance to breathe air yet. Kind of sad. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh... When you got when you get more abortions in New York than you have more abortions of black babies in New York than you have black babies being born. That's a weird sign. Well, there's a you know, and I asked you this before. Now that I got you in a right state of mind here, but I asked you if the world you thought the world was overpopulated. What do you think? Well. Now I've been thinking about that whole theory, my big toe, my the theory of everything. I actually, you know how they always said like, uh, there's there's a thing in the Bible that it's like, God is always with you type of thing. Maybe God's a piece of you, and he's his his greatest gift to uh, humans was free will, right? So he's able to live free will through your decisions and see how every single individual on earth chooses how to live their life, what to do, what decisions to make, good or bad. And uh, I think the theory of my big toe is, is that maybe, maybe I was wrong when I thought there was a, you know, I was thinking about everything, you know, other people, but I don't think we could actually overpopulate our earth because we're getting to the certain point where we're not going to be just inhabiting earth in the next hundred years. I think we're going to be inhabiting many, many other places in the next hundred, 200 years. So if we have more population, and if you look at movies like star Wars, in movies like that, there were, there were whole planets, whole planets. <laughs> that were huge cities, <laughs> towers to the sky, <laughs> you know, and I know that's uh, fiction or whatever it's, it's made up, but if, if we're meant to explore the stars in, in fact, we actually need more population in order to do that. Right. And I think if anything, we're in a population decrease ever since like, they basically got people to sit in their house and like watch TV that has weakened everybody. Like then even the car, like if we go back to the invention prior to that, the car people used to walk around, tame horses, fucking feed, you know, animals, kill animals, fish, do everything on their own. 
milk the goats. Hunter gatherers, hunter gatherers. Right. And that was like not that long ago. We're talking like 1920. My family had a farm and they got majority of their food from the farm. That was right there in Tenino, a little south of Tacoma. Mm-hmm. And all that shit's changed. That place hasn't changed, but I will tell you this. Uh, the people the way people get food in Tacoma has changed. It's a grocery store on every corner. You know, I mean, uh, there's a TV in every house. There's a, a computer in every home. There's a cell phone on every person. These are all tools, but uh, there are tools that kind of help us bridge the gap between stuff that we need to learn from people, like in Boy Scouts, like how to navigate and go places. Now we have our phone that takes over for that. You know, I mean, like, there's some shit that technology just numbs your mind to, and I think that that's the game that government or even other countries are trying to play on us. Like, I mean, of course China wants us all to be, like, in our houses with shitty immune systems and things like that. You know what I mean? On lockdown. You know, that maybe they are trying to control the population or kill some of the population. I don't know what they're fucking well, doing. Well, they're, they're definitely trying. They're, they're, the Ch- China, China's population ain't going down. And they're no. supposed to be the next world leader, the world order type of thing. And uh, they do limit births. And, and if you think about it, if you think about it, uh, there's a poll out right now that that talks about our U.S. military. How able is our U.S. military to fight a war if we were have, had to go into war tomorrow? With China, or and something? I, th- I think I think over like forty six percent of America thinks that if we had to go in a war right now, we would not win it. Uh, I call bullshit because I think there's a lot of people that would step up and actually join like right away, kind of like World War Two style. There's a lot of people. There's a lot. Well, of- I mean, I'm talking about I'm talking about current preparedness. Sure. And the thing is, also in the military, you got. You got too much of this woke bullshit. You got too much of this, too much of this lower standard. So, and I'm all about women being in the military, but why are you fucking lowering standards for capable men to meet, meet with these women that are trying to get in? You want to be in the military? You cannot do physical things that are deemed of you. You are not safe in the field for yourself, let alone your team. We're going to set you up in a technology type of thing. There's so many other things out there. You don't have to be on the front line. There's so many guys that wanted to be on the front line and fuck their eyes were fucked up. They wanted to be an airline, a a, a fighter pilot. Their eyes weren't right. And so they're like, no, but you can uh, work on the Navy ship and you can do this and do that. And they're like, okay, I guess that's what I can do. Hey, so you you worked for UPS for a minute, right? Yep. Did they ever say, hey, the standard is basically this. You got to lift 50 pounds and be on your feet all day. That's the standard, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Is there a difference between men and women's standards at UPS? Not at the time. But also you weren't lifting certain. You weren't over exhausting yourself. But, I mean, is that I don't today? think. I'm, I don't know. I haven't worked for UPS in six, seven years. I don't think there should because a package is a package, right? You know what I mean? So it's like... Well, you're not delivering a pool table. The package doesn't care who's fucking dragging it one place to another. And neither, neither does the customer. So, like, fucking... No. So, right. There's no, route. there's no women's standards. Like, you know, like, oh, you know, women, if you can lift 30 pounds, you can do a UPS I, job. Yeah. Actually, one of, one of my, one of my uh, good buddies at work who teaches, you know, lessons and stuff, 
His daughter is a UPS driver, and she works her butt off. I worked with her as a helper two days. And the thing is, I mean, you're delivering packages. You're just you're you're you got you got to you got to have yourself on a time frame. You got to get shit done. You got to get shit done before you're supposed to get it done. That way, you have time in case there's fuck ups, and you get back. You know, and she was very efficient at her job. You know, so I have no problem with women doing stuff. I mean, most women, most women can do most anything guys can do. But when it comes to G.I. Jane, you remember that movie with uh, Demi Moore where she was uh, sure. the first uh, Navy female uh, Navy uh, SEAL? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, she she did a barrier and everything, but I don't see too many girls that are like, oh, that's my cup of tea. And, you know, I want to get drowned by the government and then I, they, I have to trust somebody to resuscitate me. That's part of the Navy program. All you got to do you is, have to. All you gotta do is look at women's MMA. Like that was like never going to happen to it. Ronda Rousey comes through, changes fucking everything. And now uh, the women's divisions actually are the most exciting, Incredible. exciting. They're more exciting than the guys. You know why is because there's a huge skill gap between these competitors. So it's kind of like UFC in the early days where you get like a boxer versus a wrestler and see what the fuck happens. It's not like that drastic of a difference, but it's kind of like that. There's girls that are clearly trained and then there's just athletes that kind of trained, but they're good. They can fight. Here's a question, though. So now you expanded that, and women have a presence. They have a presence. They have an established presence. They're entertaining. We want to watch them. And now, now you're saying that uh, oh, uh, a transgender male to a female now can fight women in UFC. I'd be Bullshit. like, I'd be like, all right. So we're gonna change the rules then. Then I will give my fighter uh, a billy club, and you can give your fighter a billy club, and we'll see what happens. Like, I mean, I, I mean. You got to somehow. That's not even evening the score. You're still talking about uh, a male body versus a female body. Now, here's the difference in combat. It's about how much you trained, technique. You know, you know your cardio, how long you can last. There's a lot of factors that go into a fight, and and by all means, a girl can beat the shit out of a guy. We see it all the time in like the little kids divisions at like a jujitsu competition you see little girls beat the shit out of boys in wrestling competitions all the time but you know like as their bodies mature they change when you go through puberty and you're you're all of a sudden six four and you're still five six the boys get some you know this I mean, fertile this steroid called testosterone around 12 years old and then we just change you know what i'm saying it's like muscle mass muscle mass gets bigger our bone density gets stronger Except for the case of me and Diggs, we're both like five eight, five nine. <laughs> and uh, trust me, kids, I drank a lot of milk, and milk didn't do this body much good. Where's my cigarettes? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's no, but you know what I mean. It's like w- w- women should be fighting women. Women should be competing against women. Men should be competing against men. And there are always Mugsy. Uh, uh, what's what's that guy back in the NBA days? Spud, uh, uh, Muggsy, Muggsy Bogues. He was Muggsy Bogues. He was five foot four. I love that. He guy. could dunk. He could dunk. He is 
he was my inspiration because he was a little shorter than me, but he could hang with those guys. He was a talent. There was another guy named Spud Webb who was just a slightly taller than him that actually won the dunk contest in like 88 or 89 against Jordan yeah. and shit. He's, yeah. He was 5'9". Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's, it's once in a while, you, but that little guy too, he has a lot more bone density and muscle mass than a woman. It's just, it's my opinion. It's like, Take a college. Forget the NBA. Just, this just clearly, let's, different, let's, clearly different anatomy. But, but let's I, just let's yeah. just get the women's professional best team, women's professional WNBA team, and play against uh, uh, middle of the road Gonzaga. Let's have them play against Gonzaga and see who wins. I think it'd be a blowout. I, I think it'd be a blowout. I don't know. Does anybody they'd really, win by 40 points? Do you think anybody really wants to see men fight women in like the octagon? I don't think so. I really don't, to be honest with you, unless it's like a, a super fight. Like, uh, what's her name? Fucking uh, Amanda Nunez, the fucking little Brazilian power lesbian. Yeah, who, who do you want her to fight? Brock Lesnar? No, I mean, come on. No, no, no. Are you fucking kidding me? She weighs like 135 pounds. I'm talking about, okay. like, I'm talking about like another 135 pounder. I think she'd fucking kill him to be honest with you. She's probably the best fighter pound for pound at that weight. But like, as like you go bigger and you get a girl that weighs, let's say 205 against another guy that weighs 205. I'm taking the guy all day. There's a certain weight class where the body structure just comp- is completely different. You know, all of a sudden you become a linebacker and you're able to just would you fall take, on somebody and I, hurt them. Can I ask you this? Would you take a think of the heavyweight champion woman of the world, China maybe versus Brock Lesnar? Brock Lesnar's fucking China up all day. Oh, without a doubt, especially since China's dead. It's sort of around like a rock doll. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, she she died of like drug overdose or something. No shit. Oh, back in the day, yeah, dude. Well, after the WW thing, she, her, and she, uh, K-Pac, they made a porno together, and they I, they were known for doing a lot of cocaine. Interesting. Well, I mean, I think about it. A lot of a lot of those type of athletes are known to do hardcore drugs to try to help with the pain and you know or what Eddie Guerrero or Eddie what, Guerrero I mean I don't know much about like the the ends of WWF people but I just know it doesn't end well in both martial arts too boxing all of it like there's only one way out of the game it's career ending injury Conor McGregor Anderson Silva Owen Hart Dare I say his name? Career, Owen Hart. Career, talk, career ending injury. He uh, fell from the banister. He fell from the top of a stadium. Career, oh, wait, oh. Career ending injury. There's only one way well, out of the fight game. Really? It, he did. He was. Yeah. When you fall from the ceiling at a arena. <laughs> He's a, st- he's a stuntman, right? You know, I mean, but like, still, it's like Jesus Christ. Like, if you're gonna do extreme shit, and you got a lot of big risks. You know, expect a fucking extreme result. Like, you know. Well, I mean, you're I mean, try it, it's you're a... gonna try and l- rappel from the fucking ceiling 
of a the super dome or wherever the fuck they were, you know, and you miss. It, 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 You're it, it's a risk, falling though. a long way. It's a risk. Your odds might be a little bit higher than crossing the street and getting hit by a car or walking, you know, happily down a Christmas parade uh, as a kid and then getting hit in the back by some guy in a fucking red SUV. I mean, you never know when you're going to go. Yeah. Especially when you're not vaccinated. That's what, that's what they want you to believe. They, that's what they want you to get scared by. Right. I this mean, new Omicron. Omicron. Oh, my gosh. We can't even call it G. It's supposed to be G. But G called up the who and said, you know what, who? You ain't calling it after G. Me. Call it uh, the next one. They skipped over the uh, alphabet, the Greek alphabet, in order to not offend President G. Isn't that interesting? Pussies. No. Well, yeah. They're influenced by China. They're Everybody by, is. By so much that they're just willing to just bow down, to, you know, this guy. Everybody is. Everybody, everybody is. is. You, you, everybody's, everybody's supposed to be scared by this uh, coronavirus. You hear what they're doing in Australia today? They passed this new legislation in Australia that if you protest outside of a hospital... They can give you uh, uh, up to 10 years in prison. Uh, and they got a new, they passed a new law in order to, to get this going. Oh, it's just, it's it's horrible. I might have taken a screenshot of it. I might not have, though. I don't think I did. Breaking news. Guess what? I've been meaning to talk about this the whole podcast. Um, Chris Como is indefinitely uh, gone from CNN. Effective today, he's in trouble. Yeah, he was. He was. He was using that whole platform as basically a protective point for his brother. Yeah, he was using his media connections in a very malicious way to protect his brother from these sexual abuse al- or sexual harassment allegations. Because uh, I mean, clearly. Something was up. He fucking Andrew Cuomo's gone. We've talked about that. The Cuomos are out for just them, and they don't give a fuck about anybody else. But they got they're very influential. Governor of New York and fucking prime time with Chris Cuomo. That's pretty the, powerful duo. Oh uh, yeah, uh, right right after uh, right right after before Mr. Don Lamont Lamont. Don Lemon. Lemon, Lamont. Whatever whatever the fuck he that guy's another he's a piece of work himself. Don't buy if you see him at a bar, don't buy him a lemon drop because he'll put his hands in his oh. pants, juggle his balls and dick around and then put it underneath your nose and wipe it in your face and be like, So do you like dick or do you like pussy? He likes No, no you heard he did that to that bartender. Oh, I did not. Oh, you did it? No. That's a huge deal. The bartender's actually suing him, and CNN's trying to keep it quiet. None of the news networks are t- touching it. So he jingled his balls and put his fingers so this guy under, sat under, there. Under, so, underneath like a male bartender's nose? So, so, so here, let me let me just say the story real quick. Don Lamont, this is up in, uh, wh- wh- where's that fancy place uh, everybody goes to? CNN buildings in downtown L.A. No, I'm talking about that getaway. That getaway, everybody has a uh, vineyards or whatever. Not you know. Martha's Vineyards. 
Well, that whole area where where fucking all the, the celebrities have a house, the Hamptons. Hamptons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so this bartender works at one of the bars at the Hamptons, and he doesn't think anything of it because he sees celebrity. He'll see Don, John and Don Lamont come in one day, and then Jimmy Fallon come in the next. It's not a big deal. He sees celebrities all the time. Well, he was off work with his boss at the bar having a drink, and he looks over and he sees Don, and Don comes to his bar once in a while. So he goes, hey, Don, hey, it's nice seeing you. Can I buy you a drink? And and Don was a little tipsy, and he goes, I could buy you a lemon drop, you know, you know, because Don, you know, Don Lamont oh, lemon drop. Oh, no. And so, and so he, he Lamont kind of gave him that little, like, don't talk to me, peasant type of thing. And uh, so the guy went back to his business talking to his boss, and about five, ten minutes later, Don Lamont comes up, and he goes, so do you like dick or pussy? To the bartender and the bartender, you know, and the bartender's off duty sitting on the stool, and he goes, what? Don sticks his hand down his pants, juggles his shit, pulls it back up, sticks it underneath the guy's nose, and he goes, do you like dick or pussy? And he goes, yo, dude, what are you doing? It's like, that, that's, you know. That's and so him disgusting. And his, him and his boss go out the back door because of what Don Lamont did. And uh, so it's like... Don Lamont, I would like, be whooping your ass if you did that shit to me. You, you would have been knocked the fuck out. I would have uh, grabbed you very... Uh, with intense force and shoved you up against the wall and said, what the fuck do you think I am, motherfucker? While I'm spitting he, he would he <laughs> would he would have had you erased he would have had you arrested for uh for uh first of all probably white privilege that's probably gonna be a crime here shortly yeah and for uh, using offensive language uh he would have said he did nothing wrong that's the thing about those type of people is that they think they can get away with anything. Yeah, when you're yeah, they can tell you what to do. Yeah, right. when you're an elitist, you know, like us, like me and you, we're elitists. We can tell people what to do. Yeah, when I'm in my own house. Yeah, I don't know, man. Fucking this whole world is getting turned upside down, and it started. Honestly, it blew up in my face the other day. Like I was um. I really wanted to go train, and I had a sneaking suspicion that I was going to have to be asked for a vaccine card. But I wasn't, like, sure what the fucking deal was, so I just, like, went down there. I'm not vaccinated, personally, because... No, but isn't this a place where you've been a member for 11 years? Yeah. I mean, I've been training at this place for uh, over a decade, right? And it's like okay. it's like my church, right? You know, that you go there, like anybody that's really attached to a gym, and it doesn't ma- doesn't have to be a martial arts gym. It could be a CrossFit or a, just your gym. Whatever People really get attached to their gyms. And someone's been there for 10 years, has relationships with all these people. Um, you know, and then King County comes and says, hey, um, you got to have a vaccine card if you're going to work out in a gym anywhere in King <laughs> County. If you want to sign up and, and get your shit together, get your fucking yeah. life together this uh, New Year's Eve, if you're not vaccinated, they pretty much everybody has written you off. And that's, I'm told basically, so here's the quick story. 
I go in there to train, and I know everybody there. I've been there for 11 years. And people are like fist bumps. Hey, what's up, brother? How you been? Good, good, good. You know, I got a mask on, whatever. And my coach rolls out, and he's like, hey, Brett, how you doing? Quick little fist bump. I go in the back. I change, and I get on the, you know, mat, and I start to kind of warm up for about five, ten minutes. <clears throat> and uh, there's some people I just don't know there anymore. So, like, they all buddy-buddy. They partner up right when the rounds start. And out comes my coach, you know, like, ready to train. And, like, I was ready to just we – he was – I don't even know if he was going to ask me if I had any vaccine thing any at all before we started. I thought we were just going to train. And then I said, hold on, let me take my sweatshirt off real quick. And as soon as I got up and ran to the back, I could throw my sweatshirt off. He asked me for my vaccine card. And I'm like, I don't have one. And he goes, uh. I said, so what does that mean? And he, I said, does that mean I'm done? And then he's like, yep. I'm sorry, brother. Let's fuck this, dude. And I said, just walked off the mat, back in the changing room, got my shit, and he follows me in there. He's like, oh, you know, I'm really sorry. And if you have dues or whatever, and does he plan on getting the shot? And I said, absolutely fucking not. I'm not getting it. And he's like, I'd really highly consider you to think about it. And I said, no, I'm not getting it. And then I just took my shit and I just fucking walked out of my church, you know, of 11 years. And I don't know. I just, uh, it was a really sad moment. I was really upset too. I was like ready to fucking, you know, murder somebody at the time. But, you know, I calmed down and call a couple people. And eventually, you know, I called my coach and said, hey, call me back. And we talk eventually for a couple hours. And I understand where he's coming from. And he understands where I'm coming from. But ultimately, um, I guess he gave me an example of T-Town MMA. There's a friend of his that's running that place for like 20 years. They just got fined because they didn't have records of vaccine cards of people uh, in their gym. So they are coming around and checking. And there's a fine associated with it. For one, you don't want to get the fine. For two, get too many fines, you lose your license. You just can't be open. So this place is his livelihood. And I train, I would say nowadays, <laughs> the average fighter in my gym is much weaker than they used to be. So they are all want to know, uh, be in their safe place and uh, know that everybody's vaccinated because it's close hand-to-hand combat we're sweating each other's fucking face you know brazilian jiu-jitsu is no joke and then i mean there's just no avoiding touching people and uh you know i understand in florida they touch people all day and they have no face mandates the kids go to school without any face mandates or any vaccination mandates and they are the lowest for any sort of uh covid in the nation at this time well, let's convince this whole thing let's, about this whole vaccine. Let, let's thing convince the King County Health Department that because they're putting a mandate on my coach to that's severing our no, it's relationship. It's period. bullshit. It's bullshit. And and you don't blame your coach. He's in a tough spot. No, don't blame I'm not. the guy that is. No, I'm not. No, that's but I can understand your frustration. But let me let me talk to you about this. So you have all these smash and grabs. People people can still shit. We have no cops that come into my store or, or, or violate you still something out of your car. As long as it's $950 or less, boom, they're not even going to go look for them. 
They're not even going to look for them. Who knows that they're wearing masks or whatever they're doing and stuff like that. It's just like, it's like you will not let the police protect us and, and people in my community. But I, as a business owner, I, as an employee of a business, I'm supposed to be the mask police at every time somebody comes in my store and I'm like, you know, Hey, you got to put your mask on or you got to beat it. And it's like, Hey, I couldn't get the cops here. if Somebody was trying to rob us, you know? So I, until they come and like bring a police officer to make sure everybody's masked. I'm not the, I'm not the mask police do what you want. As far as I'm concerned, it's a free nation. And I, I would, you know, and I think that's the way it should be. I mean, my sister came into town. She goes up to, they were going to Seattle and they're like, oh, you want to go to Seattle? And I, they called me and I'm like, I ain't going to that shithole. You kidding me? I don't want to go. Either. I don't want to walk past, I don't want to walk past t- tents and hypodermic needles and shit on the sidewalk to get to a restaurant you guys think's nice. And then they're all going to ask you for your fucking passport. And they go, no, no, no. They go up to Seattle. What do they do? They walked past tents, avoided hyperdemic needles and fucking <laughs> and shit. And the guy opened the door with a mask and he goes, hey, I need to see all your guys' uh, uh, mandate cart, you know, your, your, your credentials. Yeah. And, and, and he goes, hey, we just flew into town. We're all from Vegas and stuff. And I go, I think half of them have them. The other might have a couple on their phone, but we, we didn't expect that. And he goes, ah, come in. <laughs> you know? That's, I mean... It's, it's no, not businesses. Some, it's not businesses' responsibility. You're saying a mass mandate. Well, I still got to run a business, and if I'm going to lose customers to this, and that's why your buddy and your coach is in a bad spot, is like they're going to piss off people like you that says. Well, bottom line, I'm not putting something in my body that I don't feel I need. Here's the thing. And if that bans me, if that makes me a second class citizen, then go fuck yourselves. Which is what I've been basically treated like since the second whenever they uh you know when they were like hey no one has to wear a mask hey we're maskless vaccinated or dr dr Fauci said masks really don't do much anyway i mean was it gonna uh, was it gonna stop a couple of droplets or two but masks really aren't gonna do much he said that and then he goes oh you know what instead of wearing one wear two you know what get a face covering too you know oh you got to get this and then oh every four to six months get another poke Right. So, like, there's always going to be another variant. There's always going to be another thing. I would tell you, I can give you the resume of everything that I've done in the past year and a half. And that's been hanging out with you at casinos, going to, you know, concerts with Muncie, uh, going to baseball games with Chris and everybody who else has been on this podcast. Listen, I don't live my life any differently. And he tells me that I am rare. And I said, I, this is where you and I disagree. I'm not rare. There's a lot of people out there just like me. And way more. There's yeah, way more. There's way more. And it's like you're blind to that. And he goes, Well, Brett, I'm going off the sheer numbers here. I'm like, and his, his girlfriend is a uh, nurse. So he gets direct information from hospitals. However, they get the worst information because they're getting told. The wrong case numbers and whatever it coming from the CDC, it comes from the CDC. It doesn't like the fucking health. In our hospital, we have X amount of COVID cases. I mean, like, I don't so know here's how that works. I don't know how that works. So and how the flu so goes down. Here's my point: If you're the only one in class that hasn't got a shot, 
and everybody else is protected from you. Right. What are you scared uh, of? What are you scared What are they scared of? And then it's like, well, wonder if he has a new variant. Well, you don't have protection against that either because you got the shot for the other shit. Well, here's the you thing. Know? Here's the thing, Diggs. Like, I know people that um, are vaccinated, double vaccinated, my cousins and my uncle specifically, who uh, apparently came down with COVID. Okay, the shit wears off. <laughs> and I said, well, what about anybody? Like, I said, Brian, I said, I don't want to drop his name, but like my coach, I'm like, Hey, uh, what if I had an antibody test that said I was good? He goes, well, you know, Brett, antibodies only last 90 days. I'm like, how the fuck do you know that? Antibodies are 16 times stronger than the human, than getting the shot. That's what I'm saying. You can, it sounds like you can prove science for, for one, one argument over the other. It's like, what channel TV are you wearing? Are, are, are you watching? And I said, have you ever heard of factor five? It's a, it's a blood clotting, um, not disease, but a variant in, in some people's blood. Well, my sister has it. And if she takes this shit, it could trigger a blood clot and kill her. Okay. I rather her not take it and take the risk, but then her doctor just tells her, Hey, uh, you should take it because if you don't, you're running that risk. And I'm like, wait, wait a minute. You're telling her to take the fucking vaccine because if she doesn't, then her blood. She's blood... fucked. She's fucked if she does. She's fucked if she doesn't. Listen, it's bullshit. I would say they're just trying to scare you. Yes, That's it. exactly. It's like you know what? She's on the free health care from the state. You know, so it's like okay, this is real social socialistic bullshit in action. This is Marxism in action. This is fucking. You know. Everybody gets the free, you know, uh, health care because guess what? They are all doctors to get fed the same information that, that's, get guess what, fed from the CDC. So, of course, they're going to fucking try and, oh, my God, Brett, I can't tell you the numbers that I've seen. It's just unbelievable what I've seen. You're looking at paper, and you haven't verified that yourself. And I said to my coach, I said, listen, I said, we're not doctors, right? We don't you've never heard of this shit right so like who are we to like we're not fucking doctors and he's like yeah we're not doctors haha and i was like okay well at least you admit that and i said you know fuck i said i know that you're a progressive liberal and but him and i see eye to eye on like 90 percent of things except for this eating meat and that's about it like he's a vegetarian plant-based athlete and he's like a fucking olympian man like I don't know what his resting heart rate is, but it's probably in the 40s, which is, like, incredible. You know, I mean, and he's older than me, too. He's like an older brother. He's like, you know, like, consider you brother. This is, My coach is my brother. My my resting heart rate is 240. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. See, sometimes you got to, you know, balance people out. You got to have friends like you and friends like my coach. He's like, you have people like me somewhere in the middle. At least I'm not chubby. Uh, no, none of us are chubby. I'll tell you that. Uh, that's that's what we got AWG for. Well, you know, you carry drums around half your life. You're going to get a belly. He's, he looks like he has a bass. Yeah, he's a bass. Kick, kick drum in his stomach. Fucking, fucking guy. We got to get him on the podcast soon before we get up to our 100th episode. There's some people I'd like to have back on um, the podcast before we get to triple digits um muncie muncie for sure we need to catch up 
about Hawaii. Um, we need to probably bring Crazy Carl back on. I haven't heard from him in quite some time. Mm-hmm. We've never had her. Never had Hernandez on, but he's having a good time. I see him on Facebook all the time. He's doing living life somewhere. I, that would be a fun. That would be a fun uh, conversation. See what he thinks about the border. Oh, I'd love to talk to Hernandez about anything. But yeah, he's fucking great. Uh, see how he, he's caddying down there. Him and Poppy. They're caddying where? Down in uh, Ben and Dunes. Oh, I thought you meant down by the border. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 uh, no, 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 he was, he was, on. he was, cause he, I remember talking to him in the, in the shack when president Trump was first getting elected and he was so worried that he was going to get thrown out of the country. I go, what are you worried about? And he goes, ah, I just, uh, and I realized everything the media was feeding him as an immigrant was scaring him to death. And I felt bad as a friend. I mean, I was like, wow. So I wonder how he feels now. Like, now he sees the last 11 months go to shit. And he goes, yeah, I bet you he might go, oh, fuck. Get, get Cheesehead back in there. We need, we need Cheesehead back in there. Uh, hey, man, there's a sh- fucking ton of Latinos for Trump. I'll tell you that. There's a lot of black people for Trump. There's a lot of everybody for Trump. Like, half, the, my, my, half this country voted for him. You know that, right? I mean, maybe more if we take away the illegal votes. The, the thing is, it's just people, people pay attention to snippets for the most part. There are very few of us that actually like to research or listen to other opinions and other people and try to figure out who's lying to us and who's telling us the truth. And it's like most people just read headlines and they're like, oh, my God, Russia, Russia collusion, the Russia, Russia dossier. Oh, oh, that is bullshit. And they're still saying it's true. It's like, wow. So I, I my sister just told me a story. She goes, I just talked to our aunt and she, this particular aunt watches a lot of MSDNC, right? And her boyfriend goes, they were talking about Fauci. And her, her boyfriend, Chris, goes, uh, you know Fauci lied about gain-of-function research and all that stuff. Like, Rand Paul's called him flat on his face. I mean, it's all over the news. Like, I mean, you can hear it for yourself. She had no idea that that even happened. She watched, she's like 80%... MSDNC and 20% CNN. I know this about her. It's family. So it's like, that's really sad that that's not getting out. What else is not getting out to the other half of America? That's why they're my all father, pissed off. My parents, my parents, remember uh, the governor, uh, Northam Blackface? He passed the law that a mother could give birth and oh, they could yeah. leave the baby on a table and then have a discussion with the doctor whether or not she wanted to keep the baby or not and then proceed. If she decided not to keep the baby, they would just let the baby just die. The baby's born. The baby's here. The baby's born. It's breathing. It's breathing. Crying. Crying. And the mom's like, I don't want it. Nah, send it back. And they're, and send they're it like, back. oh, send okay. Send it back. What do you... What do you what do you spike that back up into the vagina? Just <laughs> I don't know what they do. I mean, I mean, they no. they were talking about killing it in that no, particular and they, case, and and they and they passed that law. I mean, we need to go back to a heartbeat law. 
you better you hey Right. If you get pregnant, you got a you got a little time to make a decision. If you wait too long, you can't be like, I ah, I wanted to go the other way. No, you already made the decision. I don't even think that. I think people would be way less promiscuous if they knew that that there was no condoms and you know they could just get people pregnant. I don't know. I don't know. I think I, th- I think we're doing our gluttony right now. We're just going wild. It's like fucking every other house seems like a. You know, it seems like somebody's doing some sort of group sex type of deal, and teachers are having sex with their kids all the time. There was another school shooting today. Three girls were shot and uh, killed, and a boy was killed, and then eight others were injured. That was uh, something that happened about two and a half hours ago, or it was reported two and a half hours ago that I saw it, but it happened today. Jesus. Mm-hmm. So we'll see, we'll see what develops out of that. I mean... You know, it's funny. It's like you and I spent a lot of time watching YouTube, like actual trial video of the Rittenhouse. I watched the whole thing. Yeah, me too. I mean, I'm I, you watched the whole thing. I watched 80% of it. But you watch it and then you hear what other people say because of they what they heard on the news versus what you literally he, saw on YouTube. I he mean, shot he he shot three black people. What? Right. No, they were all white and they were all fucking long list of criminal records. Well foul, foul, foul. What, what doesn't help is when they say he shot three black lives matter protesters. You assume they're black. That doesn't help either. But there are literally articles that say three black men. <laughs> I mean, it's really bad. Reporting is terrible. Dude, the first the first guy he shot, the midget, he walked up, Rose he started saying, and, and this, and this, and the N-word. Yeah, the vid- video's and, there. And the whole Black Lives Matter crowd backed away from him. It's like, no, this guy's totally crazy. Like in a threatening like, way he was using. If, if I see you by yourselves, I'm going to fucking kill you. Then he lunges at the guy like he's some superhero, supervillain, and then uh, he gets shot. Whoops! I mean, and then that that incident striked a crazy mob because some crazy woman said that uh, basically he murdered him, and then that's what cr- caused the chase and the other people to attack him, and then he had to defend himself. It was a mob. It was a mob because you are, and you wanted to fund the police. The police had a barricade, and if you wanted to go burn the city, they were okay with it because they were like, "We've seen this already. We've seen what you've done up in Seattle. Yeah, you called it choppy chop, then you called it Chaz. I don't know what the fuck you called it, but summer love didn't work out too well. You guys want to burn down some car lots here? Eh, go for it. Here's the. We're other- just gonna stay out here because you think us cops are fucking racist anyway. So. Hey, cool. We can't do anything, and and the firefighters and the uh, ambulance people aren't going to come in there because it's not safe for them. So you're on your own. So he goes in there. He's just trying to help out. Listen. He shoots. He shoots. And then that, did you see Gage just got pulled over for a DUI recently? Yeah, like a day and a half ago, <laughs> oh, two Jesus days ago. Christ. Two days ago, he got pulled over for a DUI. Not a dummy. Okay, I'm sorry. Not a dummy. I fucking have a DUI. You have a DUI. A lot of people I know have a DUI. It's just like fucking people make yeah. a mistake. You know, that kid, you don't know. Listen, he was just, has his arm blown off. 
trial, figured out he's not going to get $10 million, and drank a bottle of Jack Daniels and decided to go home. That's what happened to that guy. He knew he just wasn't well, going to get $10 million, and he's going to be a cripple, no, just, cripple his whole I mean, life. I mean, I kind of feel bad for Gage because he thinks the system doesn't got, work. He, 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 no, he had all this attention. He had all this attention. And he wound up being that there's this comedy skit where it's like, are we the baddies? You know, when somebody realized, are we the baddies? Or, you know, because you're either on the good side or the bad side. And eventually the bad side has to think, hey, are we the bad ones? And he got shot because he was about to pull the trigger and end somebody's life. If anything, he should thank Kyle because Kyle shot him in the arm, that, spared his life. Exactly. Because if, because if Gage pulled the trigger and ended Kyle's life, Gage would be a murderer. And then he would have to live that, live that in his heart for the rest of his life. And who knows if he has a conscience or not. But I think everybody does because that guy that ran over all those killed six people and or five five elderly five adults and one kid and ran through the city and took out about another sixty. You know where yeah. CNN's saying CNN is saying a car crazy. accident happened. A, crazy a car guy. accident happened when he sat down in the court and the judge read out all the people that died and the the uh, sentence that's attached to it. He was crying the whole time. Yeah. He thought it was probably okay to do that. I don't know. He's a crazy person. Like, <laughs> listen, if anybody in their right mind thinks the Kyle Rittenhouse thing is wrong and the systems failed and fucked up, there was 18 jurors. Okay. And then they picked 12 at the end. So six went bye-bye and it was totally like, like a lottery, right? How much, I don't know, uh, fairer does it need to be? You eliminated a third of them. They all saw the same thing. They worked together to deliberate in, what, three, four days? They came up with a, a verdict only out of respect, I think, for Kenosha because there was 500 fucking goddamn National Guard people out there. I think that's why they delayed the thing. I think they well, knew. Everybody knew. Even Trump knew. I played the clip. Like You, you know why I think that was up. The the, the more I think they delayed it is because that Aubrey, uh, trial was happening at the same time. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm happy with that verdict too. Yeah. We got the right. I don't, verdict I, don't, there I, don't too. I don't, I don't think those guys should have got off. I think they hell no really. No, that was, I mean, that was bad. Um, saying that I think justice in both cases were, rightly done and i don't know why anybody should be i don't why i don't know why people want to have an opinion when they actually assume that they have more facts than the jury that's been sitting in there for three and a half weeks going through all the evidence seeing everybody's up front you know you just are making an opinion on top of your soapbox, you're standing on top of your soapbox. And just because you got a Twitter handle or you, you got a lot of followers on Facebook, I mean, it, it seems like it's a good idea to put your opinion out there when, when in my opinion, it's like everybody's innocent until proven guilty. 
Hey, and we I can think... say, hey, hey, listen, you can put your opinion on either. We do it every time on this podcast, and it is okay. And our opinion got us fucking censored on Instagram, which is fucked. That doesn't need to happen. Well, we might want to do an episode after this. That way we can do a more censored episode. So we'll be canceled the next day. Yeah, we can talk about all sorts of shit. But like, I mean, listen. Well, we're going to do one more, right? Sure. Yeah, we can do as many as you want. I mean, listen, we've got some big plans. We're marching towards my goal is to, and I don't know Diggs' goal, but like, it'd be nice to get to 100 episodes before the year's ended. I'm not pushing that, but that's a lot. That's a lot of shows to do in December. But um, I think it'd be kind of cool. Big. I think it'd be kind of cool to get to a hundred before the end of the year. What do you think? Are you with me? Are you with me on that? I mean, that's like we could do two at two at a time. And I'll would- tell you what, I can't go outside because I don't have my mask mandate uh, card or my uh, vaccine card. So I might as well just sit at home, have a couple of white claws, and talk a little smack online. Well, you know here. I'm thinking we've come at a pivotal point and me getting kicked out of my gym has really made me realize that like, okay, counties like King County are really drawing the line on who they want in their town and who they don't. So there's going to even, if there wasn't already a exodus of but the thing about in King Seattle, there's none, none lived there to begin with all the modern. No, but the thing about down. Seattle, thing about Seattle, Seattle's going through a big change politically. We got a couple of good people in there that might reverse a lot of this stuff i mean there's only there's only insanity insanity everybody knows insanity insanity is doing the same thing over and over again expecting different results we're not going to do anything with lockdowns anymore lockdowns was right in the beginning because we didn't know what to do but this shit's going to spread anyway all you can do is be precautious wear a face mask don't if you want to get a jab get a jab wash your hands you know, we got to go through this. This is a time. So it's like it's a time everybody needs to be very respectful to everybody. Like, I mean, whether they decide to get it, whether they don't. I mean, my mom's got it. My sister and I don't. My grandmother, her mother, does not have it. You know, her husband, my grandfather, doesn't have it. You know, but then I have another. About- I have another set of grandparents that do. You know, it's like fuck. Your parents are vaccinated. They're in their fucking eighties. You know, and I got ones well, that are one not. of them. I know. One of them, are. right? I understand. Um, but no, but the thing, but the, the thing is, we got we life. Life has got to go on. I right. mean, death. Death happens. Well, I'm totally. You know, pre- I'm, t- I'm just, t- totally prepared to keep my t- my circle just as tight as it ever was. You know, like fucking. You know, I'm dead serious. Anybody that's Listen, most of the people that listen to our podcast are spread all over the fucking place. But anybody that lives in specifically the Edmonds, Washington area, like I'm trying to get everybody from North King County. We're talking Shoreline, Seattle. Come to my neighborhood. I will put you through some of the hardest fucking workouts you've ever been in your life. I literally. Do you got to wear the mask the whole time? We're outside. Why the fuck would we have masks? If we're outside, there's no reason to have a mask. <laughs> we're outside. We're running. We're doing, you know, you're fucking close or as far away from your fucking training partners as you want. Go as slow as slow or fast as you need. The thing is just getting through a workout. People need that shit. 
You know, a lot of people have replaced bad addictions with, you know, working out. And if they don't, sometimes people will revert backwards and do drugs and drink again. We don't want that. And we don't want people to get depressed. And that's what happens when people don't work out. You know, so, Why are you describing me? No, I'm, I'm talking to everybody I know in a gym. This is their exact story. They were you. They smoked fucking cigarettes. They did, you know, dabs and cocaine and drank, you know. And then all of a sudden they, you know, figured out why they did it because most people are just bored and they don't know what to do with their, I got to go do something, you know. I mean, how many times do you hear over here Sweeney sit, just freak out and say, I'm bored, I got to get out of here. Yeah, because it's like that type of nervous energy needs to be worked out, like at a fucking when, gym. When, when, when he says that, that's my favorite part of the day. Oh, yeah, it used to be when we were living together. All right, bye. All right, Danny, let's play some pool. Turn the music on. Let's fucking smoke some weed. Dude. Anyway. I, uh, I say we uh, close out this uh, podcast and uh, get ready to roll again. Okay. Well, we got couple minutes close things out but um basically i'm not upset this in closing i will say this um if i can have the floor for a minute i will say i'm not upset with my coach uh i respect his business um i respect the fact that the majority of the people that i train with are more comfortable with people other people that are vaccinated and i understand because like a lot of people in that gym are germ freaks i'm not um but you know what i can't be singled out i can't be you know you can't count out natural immunity um you can't count out the length of time the world has known about this stuff you know even if the vaccines from a sars vaccine that's been in works for x amount of years i don't even know if that's fucking true that's just what I'm being told in order to take the vaccine. I'm just saying everybody needs to fucking pump the brakes and chill. This is not something that you can just tell someone to take. Okay. I eventually would like to have, I don't know, pass my seat on, have children, right? I think it's really fucking weird if you had one person that had it and didn't or or both people that have it and try it. Like, that's fucking weird, especially this mRNA that ch- changes the your genetics. Like, I just... DNA. Yeah, it's fucking weird, man. And he was trying to sell me on this shit. I'm like, no, no, man. Like, and I said, just please, I said, please, please, just, you know, I don't want to go tit for tat with my coach who I've learned so much from. But I just, we're going to have to... Think, think we're gonna, about We're going to have to agree to disagree right here. Think about this. The virus came from China because it's a Chinese virus, is you know, you know, as the Hodge twins would say. But think about this: who made all the vaccines? America's companies. Is there any ties to those America's companies? How so Chinese fast? Vaccines? Exactly. Yeah. How did it happen I mean, so fast? Every, everything's so interconnected. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like, I think when when the politicians get up there. I mean, I think Nancy Pelosi and all, all of them are going to lose all their house seats. But think about this. This is, a, this is the first time in a long time that the Democrats have the House, the Senate, and the presidency. And it's taken 10 months they're to still, destroy the country. They're still not getting that much done. But 
Anyway, all right. No, the story of the country. And the thing is, is that it's going to work its way back around because they tell us to be to get used to having less. Because I'm assuming with all these satellites that China's got up there, blasting and other other satellites that you haven't heard about, we'll talk on the next podcast. Like I said, we got to roll here, but uh, again. Not mad at my coach. I understand he's got a business. He actually said he gained 23 members back when he put this mandate in effect and only lost four. And I know who those people are, and I'm going to reach out to them because it's fucked up. We need to band together the people that choose natural immunity, not get vaccinated, and still like to work out. You know, fucking put your own dojo together. We, we, we call, call it the pure blood. No, I already came up with something so um if you are interested uh i guess go to our instagram which is totally corrupt.live it is back on or our website which is also totally corrupt.live uh you can contact me that way through the website or better better yet our uh direct messaging I got something I'm putting together. Uh, I'm not ready to say it, share the name yet, but it's coming out. And if you want to be fucking in shape before 2022, let's fucking get to work today. So that's all I got for you. Uh, peace. Catch you on the next one. Bye-bye. Love you. Oh, guys, one more thing. I forgot. If you want to get a hold of me, just text us. 206-399-5063. That's the uh, number to the show, 206-399-5063. You can text us or leave us a voicemail. Uh, We might even play you on the air. So, uh, bye-bye.